This is Daniel Hagenham for Preparing Kids for Life at PK4L.com, and our podcast is for all things parenting. This is day 81 of our 365-day journey with you. You know, my wife and I are so passionate about helping parents reclaim their rightful place as the number one expert on their own kids. So our podcast focuses on time-tested principles any parent can learn and apply to build an emotionally safe home and help their children thrive. So we talk about every parent's most basic fears because these have been our fears too. Things like, I don't have what it takes to be a good parent, or I'm not qualified, or I'm going to mess my kids up. You know, as parents, we'll do anything to help our kids, and since our ceiling is our children's floor, we owe it to them to always be learning and growing. For 365 days, you've been invited into our experiment, and we're committed to walking alongside your journey as your personal outfitters, guides, and allies every day, every step of the way. Well, this podcast is going to go into some interesting ground, I think, or at least I hope. And that is the obstacle to parenting. And not just any obstacle, but the biggest obstacle. And in some ways, it's it's probably more than you think and, and less than you probably think. As we've talked about on previous podcasts, you know, Parenting, there's no getting around it. There's no sugarcoating it. Uh, there's no such thing as a five-step easy plan to successful parenting. That, that just doesn't exist. Um, that's great marketing, but it's not reality. The reality is, is that being a parent requires tremendous intentionality. It requires tremendous commitment. And the, the aspects of parenting that can be so challenging, it's so difficult, sometimes heartbreaking even, uh, the, the thing that, it's funny how God set us up is by giving us these children, he ensured that the love we have for them would push past all those things, that we would love them in an unconditional way. And that is a powerful thing that should never be underestimated. But the obstacle, what is the biggest obstacle. Well, some people think that maybe it's the fact that we had really not the greatest childhood. I mean, I I had a lot of challenges in my childhood, which I've shared on this podcast before, you know, with with my mom having a a cardiac arrest and being brain damaged uh, when I was eight years old and and having to take care of her along with my dad. And then, uh, you know, all of the the difficulty in my relationship with my dad and and the abuse that was there that uh, thank God we were fortunate enough to eventually work through and, and we completely reconciled and, and had 25 years of, of, a, of an amazing relationship that I'm eternally grateful for. But even that, you know, there were so many things that my dad was dealing with at the time that that was going on with my mom that I had no idea about. I, in retrospect now, I mean, I have nothing but the most enormous amount of respect for my dad who... I just, I honor for him, for his strength, for his courage. Um, and, and like I shared at a, on a previous podcast, you know, one of the most powerful experiences I, I had was, was giving my dad a Father's Day letter. And I, I wrote it as a letter because I wanted him to be able to remember it because at that time he, he was suffering from dementia. And 
while he still retained a lot of memory, he was getting fuzzier and fuzzier around the edges, you know, and I, I just wanted him to have something in writing telling him. Um, and in that, I've seen my dad cry twice in my entire life, once when my mom died and once when he finished reading that letter. And my dad, reading this letter, and in the letter, I was just telling my dad everything that I was grateful for, everything that I was proud of him for, everything that I valued in him, everything that I saw in him, in his character, in his heart, and and just putting pen to paper to tell him that. And my dad barely choked out the words, my whole life has been worth it. And that's, see, that's the, the simple part of this as parents is that what my dad what my dad said in that moment is is really what all of us want as parents. We want to be able to look back and go, my whole life has been worth it. Everything that I invested in you has been worth it. And we all want that. We all want that for our kids. And and maybe you know you're listening to this and your relationship with your kids is great. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's somewhere in between. But regardless of where it is, the relationship that we have with our children rests in our hands. We are the parent. And this is this is probably the, the hard part because the hard part of all this really boils down to how willing are we to deal with the things that have happened in our life. You know, when we look back over our childhood, whether it was a happy one or whether it's full of emotional wreckage, we have to be able to deal with whatever came into our life through our childhoods, not figure out ways to medicate against it, not figure out ways to ignore it or cover it up or pretend like it's not really in there or just force ourselves to just shove it down into the deepest, darkest parts of our hearts. We have to face it. We have to confront it because God wants to meet us in that place to heal us from that pain. If we don't deal with that, we will then bring that from our childhoods into our own experience with our own children. It's inevitable. It's just going to happen. You know, the funny thing is, is even if if you grew up in a home that was not pleasant, I mean, I remember, you know, with, with the difficulties I had with my dad, I remember making a promise to myself, I will never be like my dad. And you know, to be honest, there there were parts of my dad's parenting that I'm glad I'm not emulating. My dad wasn't perfect, but that's okay. No parent is. So there, there are definitely parts of his parenting that I did not want to emulate, but there's other parts that I deeply and profoundly admire. And those things I do absolutely want to emulate and I do absolutely want to bring forward. But the problem is, is that how can you tell which one you're supposed to emulate and which one you're supposed to to put aside if if we don't have a healthy view of our childhoods. You know, this requires a lot of courage because we have to confront and think about some things that are probably very painful. And one of the experiences that, this is the only experience that I've had and how God has used grief recovery in my life to experience profound emotional mental and spiritual healing. You know, it, it has been 
literally life-changing because it gave me a process to work through to get to the other side of things, which frankly, I, I had periods in my life where I thought I'd never see the other side of it. I, I really had, at some points in my life, had uh, had, had reached a point where I thought, well, I, I guess this is as good as it gets and I'm just going to have to grind it out from here and hope for the best. And that is not a way to live. That's certainly not not how God wants us to live. He wants us to have more than that. He wants us to actually be enjoying our experience as parents. You know, I'll be the first one to tell you there are are challenges in parenting. No one's trying to sugarcoat anything here. But you know, it is an absolute joy to parent. I, I, I sometimes just tear up thinking about how much joy I have in being the father of my daughter and watching her grow up from this little tiny thing that we brought home from the hospital into this amazing, incredible young woman. It's, it's, a, it's a process and there's, a, there's an angst in my heart that, that happens because I, I just, I realize time is going by faster than I want it to. All I can do is choose to make the most of it. But again, this goes back to the biggest obstacle in parenting. If we aren't really dealing with our past, then we will never be fully present because there'll be a part of us that's always stuck back there. How can you tell if you're stuck? Well, it depends on on how triggered you are. You know, and this this happens. This is this is a process we all go through. The other day, my wife and I were talking about some stuff with PK4L and, you know, we were having an argument and it was it was because there was something that I said, something she said, and we had triggered each other, you know, and then we kind of talked it all through and then, okay, this is what we're really trying to say. And then it was, it was great, but you know, it took, it took intentionality and it took effort. And so many times it's so much easier to just let moments go by or just stew in our frustration or stew in our resentment. And of course, that just gets more. It just gets bigger. But this is truly what the biggest obstacle to parenting is. It's not dealing with our stuff. And the biggest thing is, it all starts by owning our stuff. Now, when I say owning our stuff, it doesn't mean that we take the blame for things that aren't ours to take. Okay, this is not this is not a call to become a martyr and to take upon your shoulders all things that have ever been done wrong and to take responsibility for things that aren't yours to take responsibility for. You know, you were the second shooter on the grassy knoll at the Kennedy Association. This is right. This is not one of those times. Okay. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is that we have to be willing to look honestly into our hearts and let God help us see what's there and then own that. Own our part, right? Uh, like my friend Judy Thurston likes to say, you just need to, to sweep your own side of the street. You know, Eric and Eric and Judy Thurston are really, really dear friends of ours. And, um, you know, it's just, uh, it, it's, it's powerful to have friends in your life. And, and again, one of the things that I would suggest is that part of this obstacle is that when we are closed off, we don't really truly invite other people in. And if we don't invite other people in, then we're not really, we're not really allowing input into our life. Again, 
we're still the parents, right? We, we are still the ones who have to make the decisions. As the number one expert on our own kids, that responsibility falls on our shoulders. But there is a part to this where, you know, it's really helpful to have people in your life that know you, that know your children, and that can speak into your life truthfully, honestly, with love and with compassion so that they can identify your blind spots. And again, the biggest obstacle parenting is we oftentimes don't see these blind spots. You know, that's why they call them blind spots because you don't see them, right? They're there, but we just don't see them. And the more that you are able to heal from the past, the more that you are able to own your stuff and you don't have to get guilt-ridden about it, you don't have to get shamed about it, you just need to own your part and move forward. Repent and move forward. Just, Just step into the gift of God's grace and keep moving forward so that you can experience the true joy of parenting that God made it for you to be. You know, I'm talking about joy and I'm, I'm talking about some happy things, but I, I fully recognize that not every minute is joyful, that because we care so much about our kids, it also leaves our hearts open to be deeply wounded by them, right? It's, it's you're, you're only truly hurt by someone you truly love, right? If it's someone that doesn't mean anything to you and they say something or do something, it might be annoying Uh, It might be a little irritating, but it's not something that's personal to you because that person doesn't really matter. But when that person does matter, when we love them, when we're the ones who brought them into this world, um, it's a whole different level. And so a lot of times kids are are struggling with things and and we just kind of wonder how we got here. How we got here is that, you know, We have our own pain as parents that we're bringing in and we have to, we have to, because we're the ceiling of our children's floor, we have to be willing to deal with these things. We have to be willing to confront these things because there is no other way to reach that place where we can be truly present, truly engaged, and truly intentional uh, about our relationship with our kids. Because it is something we have to work on. You know, the other day I was going for a walk with my daughter and we actually went on a pretty long walk. We we're gone for like an hour and a half, almost two hours. And I just, you know, in my mind, I kept playing over, you know, I remember when I was a little kid and my dad and I would go for walks. We'd walk the dog and we'd walk by the junkyard. And I remember, you know, one of the great joys in my life was finding nuts and bolts that fit together and just cool, you know, hardware stuff. And it was just, you know, Little boys, man, we, we love that kind of stuff. I mean, you just, um, but I just remember those walks with my dad, you know, the, this that's a number of years ago, that's decades ago, and I still remember it. And I just thought, you know, I hope my daughter remembers these because um, every moment that I get to spend with her is a precious moment. It's a, it's a moment that matters. And, and that's, that's what we all want as parents. But if we don't deal with this stuff, if we don't deal with our stuff, then we won't be able to show up for those moments. And not because we don't want to. We just won't know how to. And so part of part of this whole process, you know, like what, what we have our company for, PK4L, is, 
it's it's almost like as parents, we need to be coached through this process. We need to to work through these things so they no longer affect how we parent, so that we are truly in the moment. We are truly present with our kids. The, the worst thing in the world is to be physically there and not be there. Um, and it's something our, our kids pick up on, our, our kids sense. And, and you know, this is, this is, again, I can't say this too many times. This is not the time to go on Expedia.com and book yourself a guilt trip. Please don't do that. Please don't do that. As parents, you know, we already, we're already hard enough on ourselves. But what we do need to do is we do need to, like I said earlier, we need to take that long, honest look at our lives, at our hearts, at our choices, at our childhoods, at, at all these things where all these entrances where pain has come into our life. And we need to deal with it. We need to own what is ours and only, only what is ours, not what is someone else's. And, and again, when something happens to us that's painful, it's, it's a matter of owning our response after the fact, not hey, this was my fault somehow. Okay, that is not it. And that's only going to do more harm to you if you put the blame on yourself. So this is just about owning what's yours and nothing else. And then going through a process, and again, I'm just, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I don't work for grief recovery, but I have experienced the transformative power of it in my life. So I'm just naturally going to speak very highly of it because of my personal experience with it. Parents, it's such a great thing to just go through and process. And the more we process, the more open and free we are to invite our children into that space. And honestly, that's where we are able to exert the greatest influence. And when we look back on our lives, we will say our whole life has been worth it. Well, I just want to thank you so much for listening. I know there are literally hundreds and thousands of podcasts out there. You chose to give us the precious gift of your time and listen to ours. We are grateful. Definitely check out our website, pk4l.com, for more resources. And please click on the link in the show description to download your free ebook, Building an Emotionally Safe Home, as our gift to you. Remember, we are with you every day, every step of the way. Until tomorrow, have a great day. Thank you.